and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing, and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward, and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the one-stop shop you need to help you to get your impact business up, running, and growing. Once upon a time, somebody in the Actually Making a Difference Facebook group asked me a question, and the answer to that question became one of the central elements of the Actually approach to marketing. What was the question? Well, the wonderful Margaret asked, and I'm paraphrasing here, I'd like to grow my business, but I hate social media. And I just don't want to be as ever present on Facebook and LinkedIn and stuff as you are, Sarah. Is it possible to grow a business without Facebook? To start with, I answered Margaret's question in the group. And this is what I said. Margaret, the first thing I tell people about marketing and communication is this. It must reflect you and resonate with them, your ideal client. Your marketing has to do those two things simultaneously. To reflect you, it must be congruent with you and who you are. That means you have to feel comfortable with your strategy and your approach, or that's going to come across in what you do. You can go fast or slow. You can do high visibility or low. You can choose to use social media or focus purely on your email list or on speaking. You can get all of your clients referred to you, in essence, by somebody else's successful business. What works for you won't necessarily work for the next person. And nobody should ever judge another person's approach just because it isn't their way. I took my first business to seven figures in 12 months with no advertising, very little marketing or PR. It was entirely word of mouth and networking based on 20 plus years of building that network. That's what was right and most effective for us and for that business. Actually, it's different. We've gone to over six figures in a year, but with an entirely different model and approach and a different marketing strategy. So what I'm saying is this, there is no one size fits all approach and there is no right or wrong answer to your question, only what is right or wrong for you and equally importantly for your clients. But there are choices to be made and compromises with every option. For example, higher visibility is often quicker but can take a real toll on your energy if you're not very careful. So that was my reply to Margaret at the time. But then I got to thinking, there was so much engagement with that question and so many other people piling into the comments saying, yeah, me too, this is how I feel, that I decided to do more. And so the now infamous in my community, Facebook Sucks Free Masterclass was born. And it has to be said that that was probably one of the most popular workshops I have ever run, so much so that I ran it twice and then took the bones of it and turned it into a keynote for an event I was speaking at a few weeks later. So today I thought I'd give you the bones of that masterclass and see if it will help you as much as it helped Margaret. Here's the thing. Many of us are using social media right now for every part of our marketing activity. 
We're using social media to attract strangers into our communities, into our groups, onto our lists. We're building relationships with those people, with our communities via social media. Think about the ubiquitous Facebook group. And yes, I have one. We run our launch events using social media, whether that's challenges or boot camps or five-day summits. And some people are even delivering their offers and their services via social media platforms. Every part of the marketing cycle is reliant on social media. And for a long time now, social media has been touted as the one-stop shop solution to all of your marketing needs. It's easy, fast, cheap, and effective. And we've all bought into that idea. And for some people, it works. But social media is not the be-all and end-all of marketing. And it's actually dangerous to think that it is. It creates what I call a dependency in your business, an over-reliance that can lead you into dangerous water. Imagine if every part of your marketing is reliant on Facebook and Facebook groups, and then you get locked out of the platform for some reason. Or maybe, I don't know, Elon Musk buys it and shuts it down. Now you're done. You have to start again from the beginning. You have no way of reaching your people. Diversification is therefore a really good idea. And having a blended marketing strategy is just more sensible than relying exclusively on social media. But here's another problem. Most people don't actually have a marketing strategy. They go to a workshop, learn a new tactic to target people on LinkedIn, and then they go and try that. And then they see someone else doing something funny on TikTok and they think, oh, that looks like fun. I'll give that a whirl. And then their best mate's auntie's mum says she bought a pair of pyjamas from this company that she saw in a Facebook ad. And so our intrepid entrepreneur thinks, oh, maybe I should have a go at Facebook ads. This is the headless chickenitis school of marketing. Spray and pray. It leads entrepreneurs to race around like headless chickens, running from one form of marketing to another, hoping that sooner or later, some of the stuff that they're spraying around will hit on the magic formula, bringing thousands of leads to their door. They're not thinking strategically about their marketing. They don't have a strategy. And in fact, many of them don't know what a marketing strategy really is. So let's take a look at three elements of a marketing strategy to help you with this. First of all, goals. A marketing strategy is designed to achieve very clear objectives. It takes into account what you're trying to achieve and the challenges that you need to overcome, plus where you are in the life stages of your business. If you want to grow your business, that's what your marketing should be aiming at. If you want to deepen your relationship with your existing clients and community, then that's what your marketing should be designed to achieve. If you want to break into a new market, launch a new service or product, build relationships with potential new partners, that's what your marketing work should be designed to do for you. So have clear objectives for your strategy. Second thing, research. All good strategy is based on decisions and informed choices. And the ability to make informed choices is dependent on research. 
To develop a strong marketing strategy, you need to deeply understand your target audience of ideal clients. You need to research your marketplace and understand the other operators, their offers, their approach to communications so that you can find the white space. You need to understand the media and the social media channels that you might want to use And you need to have a clear sense of the opportunities and the threats that are arising from your wider environment. Research sounds like a lot of hard work, right? And frankly, who has the time? I get it. But here's the thing. Doing the research is what allows you to target your approach. Without it, you're aiming blind. You're spraying and praying. You may get some things right, but you're guessing. And whatever you're trying to achieve in your business is going to require a slightly different approach and strategy and slightly different research. Third, you. As I said at the beginning, I tell my clients all the time that great marketing has to do two things simultaneously. It must reflect them and it must resonate with their ideal clients. And great marketing strategy is the same. It needs to reach your ideal clients. That's the purpose of doing it, right? And if you do your research properly, you will know how to do that. But it must also reflect you, especially in the early days of starting an impact business when basically you're it and your team is small. A good strategy is based on you your strengths and predilections. There is no point starting out with a marketing strategy built entirely around social media if you hate it. Because what happens then is you create a kind of energetic barrier between you and the people you're trying to reach. You feel uncomfortable, inauthentic, just like Margaret did. And your clients can feel that too. It will undermine the effectiveness of your marketing work. It will undermine their willingness to buy from you. Besides which, life is basically too short to keep trying to squeeze your fabulous star shape into a marketing square hole that was never designed for you and just feels horribly uncomfortable. That is going to suck the joy out of your work. And we're all about the joy here at Actually. So if you want to create a marketing approach that plays to your strengths, then you need to know what those strengths are. And as I was crafting my masterclass on this question, I got to thinking, but what if people don't know what their strengths are, especially if they've never really done any marketing before? And that's when I developed the Actually Marketing Superpowers. These superpowers and the quiz that we developed to help you uncover yours will help you to work out what your natural marketing strengths are, even if you've never done any marketing before. Now, there are five core marketing superpowers, persuasion, perception, partnership, prose, and poetry. And each of us has a primary and a secondary superpower, which correlates with a specific approach to marketing. So for example, if persuasion is your primary superpower, then you are likely to be great on your feet. You're going to be an eloquent, persuasive speaker. You're driven by purpose, passion, and let's be honest, 
a little bit of impatience to get your message out to the biggest audience possible as quickly as possible. You're a classic one-to-many communicator and you will be most comfortable with a marketing approach built around things like speaking on stages, in other people's groups, at virtual summits, etc., or podcast guesting. So back to the original question, you hate social media, so how do you promote your business? Simple. You craft a proper marketing strategy based on research, based on your strengths, and designed to achieve specific goals. You play to your strengths. You utilize your marketing superpowers. So stop trying to force yourself to promote your business in ways that feel unnatural and uncomfortable for you. Use your strengths to promote your business and you'll find that your marketing instantly becomes more effective. Because, yep, it's time and you're ready to actually make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group. Because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey and you will always be welcome.